Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris. And whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Podbean, or listening on Spotify, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Podbean, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Spotify, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have Facebook and we have Twitter. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. Just type that bad boy in on the search engine. Follow the page there. Then you'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news notifications from across college and NFL football. NFL Draft is next Thursday. Just wanted to, you know, uh, as we you know keep talking about it, NFL Draft's next Thursday. I mean, you probably were like, Joel, enough with the NFL Draft. I can't because... I got to keep talking about it. It is literally the biggest spec- one of the biggest spectacles of the offseason, the biggest spectacle in football is the NFL draft. It is where college stars become even brighter. So we're going to get ready to round up our next superstars who are going into the National Football League. Round one is next Thursday, live from Kansas City, Missouri, at the Historical Union Station. I was there last week, and I saw the set being built. It was awesome. It was nice. Uh, they were getting the stage ready. I saw some signs, and it says, greatness is on the clock. It is, it, it's just electric up in uh, Union Station. It was awesome to be there and just to visit around and look at, you know, look at everything, you know, being built for the NFL draft. So it's next Thursday, live on NFL Network, NFL Plus, as well as ABC and ESPN. So NFL Draft, 2023 NFL Draft, round one, and we're going to get you ready and prepare for our final updates and talk about, you know, provide more updates with a number one overall pick as we get ready for the Carolina Panthers to be the first ones on the clock. So NFL Draft, final preparations and updates today. Uh, before we have a draft day episode next week. So um, we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be diving deep deep into uh, two more things uh, with signings and trades. Uh, One being the Jalen Hurts story. I think that is something worth mentioning, and it is huge and historic. You probably already know uh, what I'm talking about, but I'm going to dive deeper into it. in a minute, so it's 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 it's, it's record breaking and it's historic. So, and then I don't know if y'all been seeing this. We're going to talk about a trade scenario involving 49ers quarterback Trey Lance, which is what caught it caught my eye when I was looking at it on social media. So, um, we're going to talk about that. You may not know what I'm talking about. Some of you may know what I'm talking about. So, just stick right here. You know, don't leave yet. Watch on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Listen on Podbean and. Listen on Spotify and share around with others. So we're gonna tie, you know, dive deep into all everything, and we're gonna tie it all in together. So, you know, just keep around, don't leave yet, and enjoy pigskin frenzy. Is all I can tell you. So, kicking it off, let's just talk. Start off with the Jalen Hurts deal. Um, I was, you know, scrolling through social media, and. Ian Rappert, NFL insider, does a great job on NFL Network and just covering the NFL in general. Uh, go go look at his stuff. Go follow him on social media. He's big time. He's famous. He's you know he's great. I mean he's he, he's he's he knows his way around the NFL. So he reported on social media that the Eagles and quarterback Jalen Hurts have agreed to a new contract extension that is five years, 
and worth $255 million. That also includes $179 million guaranteed, along with a no-trade clause. Wow. I mean, that's all you can say is wow. He is earning up to $51 million a year. That is his annual salary. I wish that I can make, can make that much money. That is that is you know insane. It is record breaking. It is the, he he is not only the highest paid quarterback in the league, he's the highest paid player in the league. Not just quarterback, not at his, not at his position, the highest played paid quarterback, not a player in the league. He's just my my words are being you know mixed up because I'm so in shock about this. Like seriously, he is the highest paid player in the league. That's incredible. Two hundred fifty five million. Uh, $51 million a year uh, annually and $179 guaranteed out of those five years along with a no-trade clause. Jalen Hurts has deserved it. Now, let me go on and tell you something. If you don't know quarterback Jalen Hurts and if you haven't kept up with him in college, what a remarkable story. He started at the University of Alabama, and I know that a lot of Alabama fans are watching here. Uh, so, I mean, he started off at the University of Alabama. He played and everyone was like okay dude he only runs he's only a runner why can he not throw the football throw the football man we need you to throw uh, and everyone had a lot of complaints about that uh the national championship uh happened with uh Deshaun Watson they lost but you know what it's all good because there was a new backup quarterback coming in you know for you know Jalen Hurts goes got the name of uh I don't know if you know him uh he's you know he may not be all that important or anything, but he's Miami Dolphins quarterback now to a tongue of Hialeah. But anyway, uh, that's just a joke. He is very important. But uh, he came, came in as a freshman backup, and Jalen Hurts was starting throughout the whole year. Alabama makes it back to the playoff to face Georgia in the national championship, and it all led up to this moment right here. Jalen Hurts, again, was having a, a rough day at the office. Um, Tua came in in the second half. They decided to finally bench Jalen Hurts, and it woke Jalen Hurts up a little bit. It, it caught him his eye. He was like, okay, I, I probably need to, you know, you know, learn. I need to, I need to throw the ball more. So Tua, uh, as you know, history writes itself. Georgia, uh, Georgia ended up losing the game to Alabama after Tua Tungabailoa came in in the second half as a freshman and won the national championship for them in 2017-2018 year. So it was huge. It was a huge, huge deal. So then there was a tobacco of okay, who's going to start there uh, between Tua, uh, you know. Jalen and then Tua ended up starting. Tua ends up getting hurt. Jalen comes in in the SEC championship game. Uh, you're probably thinking this is an NFL episode, Joel. Why are you mentioning college? This is this leads on to what I'm talking about. Jalen Hurts comes in at the SEC championship game and then surprises everybody, throws well, uh, makes good runs, ends up winning the SEC championship against Georgia in a rematch, a rematch that, you know, you know, it wasn't get it supposed to go down like that. And, and Jane, they ended up, you know, winning the SEC championship. And after that, they ended up going to the playoffs. Unfortunately, they lost to Clemson in the national championship with Trevor Lawrence as a freshman. But Tua, you know, ended up being okay. So after that, Nick Saban sat down with him and said, you know what? You got to transfer, man. You got to. And I'm going to tell you where to go. You need to go up to Oklahoma and let Lincoln Riley develop you. He is a quarterback guru. He knows what to do. Go to Oklahoma and play there. He said, man, I, you're right. I want to be an NFL quarterback. The best shot at going to the next level is there. So what does he do? 
transfers, transfers right after the, after the 2018 season with Alabama. He thanked Alabama for everything. He still he still claims to be a part of Alabama as well as Oklahoma. But in 2019 in Oklahoma, he lit it up in the Big 12. He was the best Big 12 quarterback there. He threw deep balls, and I was shocked when I saw him develop. He was an, a much, much improved passer. He was really, really good on the ground, through the air. Jalen Hurts was electric. He was a Heisman finalist. He finished second behind Joe Burrow. Of course, Joe Burrow was going to win that year. A lot of people, that wasn't a surprise there. So, uh, he lost in the semifinal against LSU and Joe Burrow in the Peach Bowl. He gets drafted to the Eagles. Uh, he's backing up Carson Wentz at first. Then Jalen Hurts gets his full, you know, full first year as a starter after you know Carson Wentz was traded. So uh, it, it was, I mean, electric. Jalen Hurts led him to a wild card spot against the Buccaneers. They won. Uh, they lost. They lost. Unfortunately, the Buccaneers beat them. But the next year. I hope you heard that snap because that was Jalen Hurts snapping his fingers and turning on the switch. He turned on the switch. He became an MVP candidate, led him to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, they were on the losing end to the Kansas City Chiefs. However, he was an MVP candidate, and they were much improved. They went, I think, what, 15-3, and 15-4, and four, or 16-4, and four, something like that. They lost four games last year, They lost, which included the Chiefs. Uh, oh, my gosh. And while they don't have Miles Sanders anymore, they replaced him with Rashad Penny. They still have Devontae Smith. They still have A.J. Brown, who are his weapons, along, you know, with uh, Goddard. So, Dallas Goddard. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. I, my, my deal is this. I mean, with that contract, I mean, that's good. Good money and all, and it's well-deserved. He went from being benched in the national championship game to in as a quarterback to being the highest paid player in, in the NFL at that same position. What a story. It's a remarkable story. Jalen Hurts, man. He he's well, he's deserved it. Well played, well earned. He was that's what hard work gets you. It gets you uh, gets you the bag, of course. So it gets you rich. So well played by Jalen Hurts. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna be back in it next year. I don't I don't think that the Eagles are done by no means. I think this is uh one of those things where they're gonna bounce back and they're gonna be a threat in the NFL next year. You think they're they were done this year. No, that ain't a one and done. Jalen Hurts is here to stay, along with AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and Rashad Penny, their new Eagles running back. So well played by Jalen Hurts, just telling you the story there. He gets a five-year extension with $255 million uh, a, a year, $51 million annually, $179 guaranteed, as well as a no-trade clause. So he gets a no-trade clause. He's happy in Philadelphia, gets money, and he is looking to impress everyone and try to win, hopefully, an MVP, you know, an MVP trophy and add that to his resume. And hopefully, one day, a Super Bowl trophy. So... Congratulations to Jalen Hurts. Remarkable, remarkable player, remarkable story. He is becoming up there with Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen as one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL already. So, I mean, it's it's really, really interesting to see. Really good dynamic and really good story for quarterback Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, moving on, we're going to go with Trey Lance. So, I don't know if you've been hearing this story uh, coming across social media. It's between 49ers quarterback Trey Lance. Trey Lance was the presumed starter behind Jimmy Garoppolo going into the season. Unfortunately, he got hurt, he broke his ankle, and he was out for the remainder of the year. 
unfortunately, then Jimmy Garoppolo came along. He started playing good. And everyone's like, Jimmy, we may have to keep Jimmy G. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where we may need to keep Jimmy Garoppolo, but we may, you know, Jaylen, I don't know. I mean, Traylon, Trey Lance got hurt. We might have to, you know, re-guess everything. And then Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. It was one of those things where it's like, oh, they can't catch a break at the quarterback room. Then Mr. Irrelevant came in. I don't know if you guys know him. He goes by Iowa State quarterback Brock Purdy. Um, he, come, he comes in. He's Mr. Irrelevant, which is Mr. Irrelevant in the draft is the last pick in the NFL draft. He gets picked last, and all of a sudden he's a third-string quarterback. He comes in and lights up the NFL by storm. Everyone was shocked. Brock Purdy throwing for three touchdowns a game and throwing for almost 300-plus yards. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, wow. You know, no one expected it. Uh, Brock Purdy was the man. He led him to a playoff. He led him to the number two seed in the NFL. Um, in the NFL, NFC, I'm sorry, in the NFC side of the NFL playoffs. And it, it was it was electric. He was good. Uh, unfortunately, they had a uh, heartbreaking loss to the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. However, a lot of teams weren't probably not going to beat the Eagles. But, I mean, I mean, I mean, Brock Purdy was an electric quarterback. Nonetheless, he ended up getting hurt in that game, and now he's hurt. So that was where I'm going to lead on to this. So hang in there. You're probably thinking, what does Brock Purdy hurt have to do with this situation? You may have to find out in a minute. I'm going to tell you. So quarterback Trey Lance, they picked him number three overall a couple of years back in the NFL draft. They traded up for him, and they got him. They landed him. So. They were thinking, okay, uh, he is he could be our guy, but we just need for him to develop. We need for him to develop. Honestly, with the talent that Trey Lance has, they probably had enough time to develop him, but the 49ers, in, in my take, were not developing him. It seemed like they, he was just on the bench the whole time. And I, maybe in, you got to develop in practice, and you got to develop here and there. And I get that, but you got to throw him into the fire. You got to have him start games and start more games. So, what happened was this: they he got hurt. They started playing on start, and finally, he just got hurt, and all the momentum came crashing down. Then Jimmy Garoppolo, we thought he was going to be the guy, but he got hurt, and then Brock Purdy came in and started, and everyone was saying, "Okay, Brock Purdy may be our guy." He may be our guy going to the future. He's got that uh, that star power about him. He's got that up and coming, you know. Uh, he's got that up and coming mentality, and he may be developing to a, a a star quarterback in this league someday. So we may want to keep him around. So where does that lead Trey Lance? Right. So according to reports and Ian Rappert, NFL Insider again, I'll keep on name dropping him. He's a great insider, but according to uh, Ian Rappert, NFL Insider, he mentioned that several teams have been making calls about trying for a trade for 49ers quarterback Trey Lance. They think he is too valuable to be on the bench. I agree with that. I think he is a saw I think he's a good quarterback. You just got to develop him. He hasn't had the real chance to blossom into a starting quarterback. So there's been multiple teams reaching out to him. One landing spot that everybody's been mentioning was the Tennessee Titans. Uh they're kind of having some, you know, like, eh, you know, mixed feelings on Malik Willis at the moment. They're kind of having some mixed feelings on Ryan Tannehill at the moment, even though Ryan Tannehill is a veteran. Um, so they're looking to probably look for a fresh start, and the most likely landing spot I've been hearing around is the Tennessee Titans, which is, I mean, I mean, 
all for it. You know, you get Traylon Burks there, and you know you got to have somebody to you know throw to him and develop him as a as, a, as an elite receiver. So you got to bring you know uh, up and co- an up and co- coming quarterback in Trey Lance in. So that's a really good matchup there. Um, so now. You, you, you require, you know, you yield trades and you call about trades. So after that, you know, what does this leave Brock Purdy? Now Brock Purdy is hurt. He hurt his elbow. It was a UC, it was a, uh, UC tendon injury and it, it, he tore it. It was a UC joint. He, ten, he tore his, uh, pretty much he tore his elbow, pretty much. He tore a tendon in his elbow and ligaments in his elbow and I don't know. I mean, I don't know where that's going to leave him. Uh, some say he may not start the season, which is okay. He did have surgery, but those injuries can linger sometimes. So we they're not exactly sure if he's going to start. So a trade is not intimate by no means. And that's my point where I'm getting across with this. A trade is not intimate. They're just calling about it because they're, they're interested in a Trey Lance. He, he's, a, he's a solid quarterback. He's got talent. So they're just receiving interest in that. And Brock Purdy's hurt, so they may not trade him just yet. They may want to keep him around until Brock Purdy is healthy enough to play and start for the 49ers. So he may be that bridge quarterback for the time being until Brock Purdy, you know, heals up and goes completely and is, you know, completely okay with his elbow to move it around. Then they'll trade Trey Lance. Or what if Trey Lance lights it up with the 49ers and Brock Purdy comes back and they're like, you know what, we may want to second guess where we're at right now. So it's hard. It's hard when you have a talented quarterback room and it's like, okay, who do we want to start? Take your pick because we got the weapons around him. We just need the guy to be healthy, the guys to be healthy and, you know, the right quarterback to throw to and to lead them into the future. In my take, Brock Purdy is that guy. I would start Brock Purdy by no means. I would, I'm all for a 49ers you know, trading Trey Lance to, to somewhere. Uh, I've been hearing Minnesota. So Minnesota can have that quarterback for the future. We don't know how long Kirk Cousins has uh, left. Even though Kirk Cousins is, is a solid quarterback now, we may have to build on that for the future, though. So they may back, you know, get him as a backup for the next few years, you know, to develop him under Kirk Cousins. So I don't know. The, the Titans could be a good landing spot, like I, like I mentioned just a minute ago. So... You know, so they can start him and develop him and throw him into the fire as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's it's hard, but nonetheless, 49ers uh, receiving interest, you know, from other teams. You know, like I mean, other teams are you know are interested in 49ers quarterback Trey Lance and trading for him. So we're gonna have to see where that goes. Um, Trey Lance again, remarkable quarterback. I think a trade should happen. It's not gonna. It's not intimate, but I think it should happen. And I think Brock Purdy is deserving enough to start as well. So it's the best of both worlds. Trey Lance starts and then, you know, starts somewhere else. And then Brock Purdy starts for the 49ers. So that's just my take on it. And I think it's a good, you know, good scenario. And it's a good, you know, good thing for, you know, all all parties involved. So Trey Lance, you know, getting, you know, receiving, you know, multiple, you know, teams that are interested in his services as a potential starting quarterback in the near future. So we're going to have to keep you updated on that as we find out more. So moving on, we're going to be talking about the NFL draft now. Preparing for the NFL draft, you're like, okay, finally, you know, let's get into the NFL draft. But some of y'all are like, oh man, not this guy again with the NFL draft. We got to just until next week. So, you know, so the NFL draft latest updates. Uh, let's I me mean, let's just talk about it. Let's talk about the number one pick overall. So I'm just going to issue an apology 
I am sorry. I keep on saying this. Uh, CJ Stroud's going to go number one. I said a few weeks ago that he may go number one. Then I said a few weeks ago and up until last week, Bryce Young may go number one. And it's looking like they're going to pick Bryce Young. Uh the, the Carolina Panthers GM uh, released a, you know, in the Carolina's organization, not just their GM, but their organization has released a statement that said, we are still deciding on who the number one overall pick is. So it's still up in the air, according to them, even though I'm going to give you my thoughts on it in a second. But even though a lot of people are shifting towards Bryce Young, they're, say, they're saying it's up in the air right now. So... Uh, that's why I'm. That's why I'm issuing an apology. I keep confusing everybody. I'm saying, who, dude, who do, who is the number one? Who do you, who are they leaning towards? You know, you keep saying they're leaning towards C.J. Stroud. They're leaning towards Bryce Young. This is a apology. I am sorry, even though I'm not really sorry. I'm just saying it as a joke. But but I'm just saying it is. It, it's tough. You know, you sit there and you're like, okay, who's the you know. Who's the number one pick? I shrug. I shrug and sit there. Okay, so you're going to sit there and say that Bryce Young could be your guy. C.J. Stroud could be your guy. I mean, at this point, we may, we may draft Tyree Wilson, you know, at number one. I don't know. But I'm just saying that, you know, the number one pick is still being decided according to the Carolina Panthers organization. Now, if you want to hear my take on it, I still think they're going to pick up Bryce Young. I still think the number one pick and – you know he's got the he's got the poise he's got the confidence every you probably heard that a lot from bright you know from you know from college you know announcers and from analysts and from NFL insiders that he's got the poise and confidence to lead your organization and he does. Bryce Young is a good quarterback. I think he's going to go number one overall. And with C.J. Stroud going number two to the Houston Texans, those are my number one and two updates. I think the the odds are, you know, they've shifted tremendously towards Bryce Young's favor. And he is a heavy, heavy favorite to become the number one overall pick and going to Carolina Panthers in Kansas City next Thursday once they get on the clock. I think, to me, it's the obvious choice. I think... That Bryce Young, he's the Heisman winner. He's got a good resume. Did he win? Everyone's going to be like, oh, he didn't win a national championship. So freaking what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So freaking what? Did he? I mean, it doesn't matter if he won a national. I mean, he went there. He got there. A national championship would look good on your resume. Sure. He wants to, he wanted to win a national championship, of course. You know, that, that, that does affect Bryce Young. But at the same time, he's still a quarterback that could possibly win you a trophy one day. So I would still think about Bryce Young being the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. Um, Panthers have been kind of in a quarterback turmoil ever since Cam Newton left, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, that whole debacle. Uh, they drafted Matt Corral late last year. Um, I think that, honestly, Matt Corral did get hurt, unfortunately, so he wasn't given the proper, proper, you know, uh, you know, motivation and encouragement to start. Um, but I think right now they're leaning towards a quarterback for the future where they can be like, okay, he is our firm, solid guy, and it is Bryce Young. And I think all for it. I mean, it, it, and everyone's complaining about his size and height and all this stuff. Uh, that does not concern me at all. The only thing that really should, you know, should, you know, everyone should be concerned about is, okay, you know, developing him into – what he could be in the NFL and, you know, teaching him. You shouldn't be concerned about, oh, his height, his, you know, you know, his, you know, his accuracy, his his hand size. He passed the IQ test and he is one of the, he, and his, and his cognition test for the quarterbacks that a lot of people test those quarterbacks on, he scored higher than Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. 
<laughs> okay? And Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are pretty smart quarterbacks, along with Mahomes. Mahomes is a smart quarterback, too. He passed all three of those guys. He, he had a higher score than all three of those guys. So that should tell you something about Bryce Young. To me, he's the number one overall pick. Uh, I think I, I thought CJ Stroud was going to be the number one overall pick, but I'm kind of changing my stance here. Bryce Young should be the number one number one overall pick. Um, I was I was kind of on the fence about you know previous episodes like Will Anderson, CJ Stroud, but now I think my heart is set on and my final decision is going up until next week. Bryce Young should be the number one overall pick to Carolina, and if you want to know my my take on it, I think CJ Stroud. He's going to go number two, but I think I think in my take, the number two overall pick should be Will Anderson going to the Houston Texans. I think that's a really good pick up there, and the Houston Texans have a number a number eleven overall pick. And if you get a if you get a quarterback for the future there, you can either go with Will Levis, Hendon Hooker, or Anthony Richardson there. But if Anthony Richardson and Will Levis are off the board there at number eleven, I'm picking Hendon Hooker. You know, and then that way you can develop Hendon Hooker as the next Houston Texans quarterback. So get get Will Anderson because you don't want to pass up on a Will Anderson or even a Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. You don't want to pass on those two. Then you can go to number eleven if Anthony Richardson and Will Levis is ain't, if it is not there. Then you go for a Hendon Hooker at number eleven. So uh, and then obviously at number three you get C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. So. Uh, my latest update is this for Bryce Young. He has canceled all visits. He has visited with the Panthers. He has visited with the Raiders. He has visited with the Texans once, but the Texans were trying to schedule another meeting. No, he shut off all meetings. He has canceled the remainder of his meetings. He is done with meetings. And it, because it's looking like, and as everybody says, okay, we're not in the organization saying they're not decided on the number one pick yet, but it's leaning towards Bryce Young being the number one overall pick to Carolina. So I understand that. Um, and I understand uh, where Bryce is coming from on there. CJ Stroud at number three, that would be my choice going towards, going towards, you know, whoever trades up for him. Uh, and if I'm trading up for him there, if I'm the Titans, or if you know, if I'm if I if I'm the Titans, and if you're not trading for Trey Lance, you trade up and get CJ Stroud. If I'm the Raiders, I'm trading up for a CJ Stroud. Or, you know, you can go with number three, Arizona. If Arizona keeps the pick, you get Tyree Wilson after Will Anderson. And then number four, Indianapolis calls. CJ Stroud picks up the phone and he goes to Indianapolis. So my take on that, uh, it could be my top four. Here, here's who I can be for the top four, and this is my take on it. You have Bryce Young, you have and Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech going to the Arizona Cardinals, and then you have number four, you have C.J. Stroud. That's my top four there uh, going to the Colts, C.J. Stroud. I think that's a good top four, you know, um, but I, I can give you my analysis going into next week. I'm not going to release a mock draft until next week and talk about my uh, my round one. So, uh, you know, it, it's an exciting time to be an NFL fan there. So updates uh, on a lot of uh, more other prospects. I'm getting a lot of, you know, getting a lot of hype and hearing a lot of hype from Nolan Smith from Georgia. And I said it, Nolan Smith from Georgia is a great Great defensive player for you know for anybody. He's a good pickup across the board. He works hard. He ran a he ran one of the highest forty yard dashes for a edge player, and he was just hanging his head low, disappointed. And people were like, "Okay, what's wrong with you, man? What's wrong?" I should have done better. You should have done better. You ran the best, the best. You know, 
numbers for an edge re- uh, edge player in the past you know four to five years, man. What are you talking about? That's how much that you know work ethic that he puts into this, and that's how serious he is as an NFL player. Nolan Smith is a good guy to look out for going into the first round next Thursday. Another prospect I'm going to update you with is Emmanuel Fords from Mississippi State. He's a defensive back. I've been hearing a lot about him. I've been hearing a lot about him going late first round. He was going to be a, a mid-second to early third, but he his stock has risen a little bit going late first round, you know, and I've been hearing a lot about the Dallas Cowboys picking it up there. So, I mean, that's a good spot for the Cowboys there. Emmanuel Forbes uh, going there. That's a good pickup there. I I think that if you want to have an update here, uh, Christian Gonzalez, it's a top 10 pick in my mind. I think he's the best defensive back in this draft. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, uh, defensive back from Oregon. I think he looks solid, and I think that a good pickup for there would could be the Eagles. The Eagles would be a good pickup there at number ten. Uh, it could be also number eight. You know, the Falcons could pick him up, and I think that would be a good pickup from there. I think the eight to ten spot right there would be a good, you know, a good selection and good area to take Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. So I think that I think Christian Gonzalez is the best defensive back. There, but I think Emmanuel Fords from Mississippi State is, you know, giving some noise there. So that's my update on him. Also, an update on uh, Kalijah Can- uh, Kalijah Clancy from Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh. He is the best defensive player since Aaron Donald. I'm pausing, so just hear me out there. Like since Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is an elite defensive player. The best defensive tackle that we've seen in quite some time. He has won a defensive player of the year numerous times. He's won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl champion with the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, Aaron Donald. You can't say enough about the guy. If he he re- he retires now. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Kalijah Clancy, ha- uh, Clancy has been that guy. Uh, Cl- uh, Clancy has been you know a player to watch out for. He beat out Aaron Donald. As a defensive tackle in the 40-yard dash, he was the number one defensive tackle in 40-yard dash in the past seven years. My goodness. If you want a defensive tackle, yes, a lot of people are going to look at Jalen Carter because of what he's done for Georgia. But at the same time, that's one where I keep my eye on and say, okay, early second round, you may want to pick him up late first round. So Kalijah Kansi, I mean, first round, late first round pick at a pit, a good spot maybe for him. In my opinion, you know, you could, you know, if Dallas doesn't want to go, if Dallas doesn't want to go with Emmanuel Forbes, you can go with Kalaj Kansi from Pitt. So that's a good pickup there. I think uh, he's been making a lot of noise. I said that he was making a lot of noise in a in a previous episode of Pigskin Frenzy. He's looking really, really solid. So uh, an update on uh, him and uh, one more update. I've been hearing of. Uh, Boston College wide receiver Zay Flowers. I've been hearing his name going out a lot. Uh, I've been hearing him as a number, as, as one of the number one receivers there. Um, and I think the Patriots has been a, you know, a calling card for him from Boston College. Zay Flowers. They like his. They like his routes. They like his. Uh, you know, they like his uh, acceleration after the catch. Um, I think that Zay Flowers could be a good additional pickup if Mac Jones is around. Um, I know I mentioned that uh, previously, but it's looking like Mac Jones will probably be around there. So uh, it, it, I think that I think that uh, Mac Jones and, and you know Zay Flowers, you know that would be a good 
you know, connection there. So Zay Flowers going to the Patriots. Uh, one more, you know what? One more update I'll throw in there. Quentin Johnson from TCU. I've been hearing a little bit about him, but I've been hearing more of the second round for Quentin Johnson, which is surprising because I think Quentin Johnson was one of the best wide receivers in college football last year. Um, Jalen Hyatt won the Bolitnikoff Award, but Quentin Johnson was up for that award along with Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. But, I mean, Quentin Johnson was a, he helped Max Dugan out a lot for TCU uh, in the, in the, in the passing attack. So, I think Quentin Johnson will be a good asset for any team. That's just me. I think he's a very underrated wide receiver. I see a little bit about uh, Andre Johnson in him, which is you know pretty good. Andre Johnson was a was a good receiver at one point for the Houston Texans. I see a little bit of Quint, Quentin Johnson. Uh, you know, I see a little bit of Andre Johnson and Quentin Johnson. I think Quentin is a good receiver, and I think he should be praised a little bit more. But I've been hearing a lot about the second round for him for uh, Fries of Friday pick. So. Uh, Strange update there for me. I, I would assume he'd be a mid to uh, mid to going into late first round, but they're what they're looking like they're calling him a second round pick, early second, early second round, mid second round pick. So I don't know. I guess NFL scouts and NFL you know NFL executives and management see something different than what I've been seeing. But in, anyway, I mean that's pretty much everything for the updates for the NFL draft. I mean, it's next Thursday. I can't wait. I'm going to give you my full mock draft next Thursday, and it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. So next Thursday, NFL draft on NFL Network, NFL Plus, ABC, and ESPN. Um, Huge night, round one. I'm going to give you an – it's going to be an NFL draft edition next Thursday on Pigskin Frenzy, so you're not going to want to miss it. So that's all we got for today. Uh, A big thank you for uh, for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage once again. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Uh, We have Twitter and we have Facebook. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type it in, follow, you like the page, and then you'll get episode updates as well as news and notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in pigskin frenzy. You'll follow and like the page there. Then you'll get episode updates as well as news notifications and highlights from across college and NFL football. Big thank you again for taking your time out of your Thursday to just sit and listen. Um, next Tuesday, we're going to bring it right back for some more spring update, spring football updates. Uh, spring football is this weekend. NFL draft is next week. So a whole NFL draft episode of Pigskin Frenzy next Thursday. But we'll be back Tuesday with some college football coverage and some more spring game and spring football results. I'm Joel Norris signing off, and we will see you Tuesday for a college football edition of Pigskin Frenzy.